0: You're free you without your consent. They want to rob you of your time and make you the clock out. Take this moment to reflect on all the wrongs that have been committed by you and think of simple actions that can be done to repair those broken friendships. We must come together in this human struggle. And remember, there is no greater accomplishment than a collaborated effort into the future of man. A common goal to strive to be better friendlier, and less self-absorbed. If we all stopped consuming ourselves and started giving back into the universe, we can overcome any tyrannical regime that dare to destroy our lives. Understand that these plastic pacifiers and consumer consciousness can be overcome. You simply need to say no and cut back and take control back into your life. Turn the television off Grab your time back, go outside, donate, love yourself and remember, nobody can take your freedom away from you without your consent. The distractions in this world are nothing new. They want to rob you of your time and make you run the clock out. Don't wait. Don't wait until you're staring at the end of your life in the face, buried in regret. Understand that you have a choice today, right now, in this moment, and every moment from this day, to sacrifice everything to be happy, prosperous, and make that positive impact in the world. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael.
1: Welcome folks, it is Saturday, June 18th, 2022,
2: so we are sliding right in
1: to the midterms here, just over a hundred days until uh, they try to steal the election from us again.
2: You
1: know, I talk to a lot of people every day and, and uh, it's... There's a frustrating conversation happening um, that I, I don't know how else to express to you guys, is that we can't sit and wait for the elections to happen. We cannot sit back and wait. We need to start building infrastructure and collaborating with our communities to figure out how to circumvent the overtaken, overt, overtaking of our governments, even at a local level. And we've talked about this in droves, about how different aspects and elements of our existing government here locally uh, have been captured and are maneuvered and manipulated. Um, I think that the primaries in the Republican debate, we're seeing a huge um, example of that with how it's been captured. And we always wonder why the Republicans are so disorganized it's because they're being constantly disrupted um, by the rhinos, by the infiltrators like Bridget Barton. Um, She has really shown her true colors. I don't know if you guys saw that, but she just endorsed Christine Drazen. And Christine Drazen, as we know, is a huge insider. Uh, She's been part of the problem for quite some time. And we don't no longer have to get behind somebody like that because she is not for the people. She does not stand for the people. She gives lip service and she hid in her basement for a couple months before the primary election even happened, just like Joe Biden did. And how she was a front runner, I don't know. I maybe saw 10 signs of hers uh, driving up and down the I-5 corridor. And nobody that I knew really supported her. But she came in And now she's suddenly a front runner, just like the mysterious Biden didn't show up or anything else. There's a correlation there. There's a plan there. They are trying to install whomever they want to be in charge. They need the insiders to maintain control because they are losing control, which is why propaganda and censorship is ramping up exponentially. Okay, a couple things I want to cover today. Lots of COVID news. And the push to vaccinate young children under five, six-month-old babies. New and old studies. I'm going to be playing a couple of reports uh, here coming up about those studies and everything else. Also, there are some rumblings that uh, Trump may be coming to Oregon. So let that soak in. Uh, I have mixed feelings about Trump. He, does, he did push the vaccine. He did initiate the lockdown. Uh, He, you know, did a lot of things. He didn't go after big tech for censorship, which ultimately was the end of his demise um, when they removed him from Twitter. But that could be a really, really good thing for this state uh, to charge the liberty movement. Miami is now today doing a gun buyback program. I'm going to talk about that in the next segment on how buyback programs have been used all over the world. And what disasters they are things like Australia, they did a bun buyback program in the 90s, and how big of a disaster that it was, and how much they are regretting it now, considering. uh, I don't know if you guys saw some videos, we're going to play some videos of the tyrannical overreach that the Australian government is doing to its people, and they no longer have the guns How interesting is it that society is breaking down, we're in a huge hyperinflated state, crime is going through the roof, murder is going through the roof, Uh, robbery and theft is going through the roof, and I'm going to give you local numbers here in Oregon. How interesting is it that they're also trying to go after our guns? The one time, the very thing that we need our guns for to protect ourselves, to protect the innocent, to protect the elderly, to protect the less fortunate, uh, physically fortunate people, They need guns to level the playing field, and they're coming after them now at the most critical time when you actually need them. Why why anybody would get behind something like that? They are literally a mental patient, and they have some serious psychological issues, or they're just scared to live their life and be involved and get engaged. They're terrified. They want to hide in their Netflix and have a simulation of what their life is and live in this fantasy world. And uh, I think those people, you know, they need to open up more mental institutions uh, to put those people in because what planet they live on, uh, I still have a hard time finding it. Okay, uh, another thing, noncompliant America, what we're about. We have a new show that we're coming out that we're getting ready to release. It's called The Truth Hurts. It's going to be premiering tomorrow night and you will only be able to find that at noncompliantamerica.com and it is an exclusive only podcast called The Truth Hurts uh, with American Matthew uh, Dashville House is going to be on there. And we have a bunch of special guests, but it's supposed to be just a roundtable of long-form discussion of some of the topics that we talk about here on the show that we talk about. And uh, it's it's a really interesting uh, interesting show. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So go to noncompliantamerica.com and uh, you can see it. It's called The Truth Hurts. with American Matthew, Uh, he's going to be hosting that tomorrow. Really exciting. Now, what's going on with the food supply? Big Pharma is set to control the entire food supply. Um, This is an article by Greg Reese, who is always cutting edge uh, on all of the things. He's talking about how Big Pharma is set to control it. Now we have Bill Gates buying up all the property all over the country. He's one of the biggest landowners in the entire country. So why is that? How is that? Why is they doing that? Why is he doing that? Why are all these food supply plant plants uh, shutting down in droves or blowing up mysteriously? Now we have the three thousand cattle in uh, Kansas, but there's over ten thousand cattle that have been counted that are mysteriously dying from a heat wave that is not even that big of a deal. Uh, I think they reported in Kansas. Let me see if I can pull the report here. Uh, the Kansas report was that. The cattle are dying from climate change. You now, just in Kansas, there were three thousand alone. I don't know if you guys seen this footage. It is extraordinary with the amount of uh, cattle they just have laying on the side of the road. There, it's almost like they want to showcase them and show us what's happening in front of our face. But the public isn't buying it. Um, the claim that thousands of cattle died in Kansas due to climate change or global warming—it's—it's uh, it's ridiculous because there's reports that it was only hundred degrees. Um, the heat and humidity do not kill cattle. And here's an interesting thing to think about is how do they all die at the same time? Heat, heat exhaustion, uh, would affect different cattle at different times. These cattle just essentially just all died all in one night. Um, and the fact that that supposedly happened because of climate change is ridiculous. And so let me tell you, uh, what I'm hearing rumblings about And what's kind of being in the back back line uh, with what people are talking about some very smart, very informed, very educated people and I'm going to be working on getting some more guests to corroborate uh, with what I'm saying. But here's what's here's what's happening. The Biden administration is set to be an absolute distraction for you uh, to keep you basically focused on Joe Biden and how incompetent and what a blubbering idiot he is. He's set to take the blame for all the destruction and all the mis uh missteps that seem to be happening and how coincidental it is and how incompetent he is and how incompetent his administration is well it's not incompetence this is deliberate we are in a war folks we are in a war and the media is not going to announce it they're not going to tell you nobody's going to tell you the truth and there are these sub proxy groups all over the United States that are coming in through the border. Um, uh, Christy Hutcherson was talking about how 70% plus uh, military-age men are coming through the border. It is not women and children. Children are being kidnapped out of their uh, driveways and out of their yards in Mexico. Uh, and the smugglers are bringing them up here. They're also drugging the kids and keeping them sedated while they cross the border so they can't talk or... Uh, you know, basically defend themselves. And so that's a real thing that's happening in the border. But they're using the border and the open border as a uh, a way to get these people in these proxy groups. They're going to disguise them as Antifa. They're going to disguise them as BLM uh, or whatever abortion, pro-abortion uh, hate group that's going to be coming out of this uh, upcoming hearing that they establish. And they're going to be justified. They're going to get the grandstand on the CNN uh, main stage and uh, be protected by the Democratic Party. But what they're doing is we are under siege. And what that does is that's when you starve out a population or you you restrict a country from being able to uh, supply food and goods for its population, as well as its military. And so what's happened, and this is so interesting, there's been over 100 disasters that have fit the, f- the food industry and food distribution in the past, since the beginning of this year. There's been over 2 million turkeys, 40 million chickens that have been decimated, and then there's over 10,000 cattle right now. And this is happening everywhere. The food distribution plants are just blowing up. I know California just shut theirs down um and they've just said that they can't get employees, they can't keep it staffed, so they're just going to shut it down and they can't compete with the cost of inflation and the cost of goods because that is a real thing that is happening. So, with the inflation, what are they trying to do? They're trying to rob you of all your US currency that you have. Why are they doing that? One, they want to starve out your savings. They want to get you decadent. They want to make you compliant and complacent. They want to steal all your money and get you in the food lines. So what's their solution? Oh, look at it. I just happen to have it right here. The U.S. Federal Reserve working on digital currency as a global role of the dollar. So they want to destroy the dollar and put you on a cryptocurrency, a global digital currency. And why do they want to do that? It's because it's control. And the downside of cryptocurrency is, yes, it can't be hacked. Um, things like Bitcoin and stuff, because uh, it's being authenticated all throughout the entire world through all the different server systems. But why would the government or the federal government want to do that? That's because they can track and trace every transaction you do. You can no longer hide money. It's basically serial numbering every coin and everything with a live monitor on it. And what that's going to do is that's going to allow them to dictate, hey, sir, I'm sorry, uh, you don't fit the uh, climate accord agreement. You're not green enough in your household. So we're going to fine you. And don't worry, we'll just take the money out of your account without even saying it. And then you can fight us for it. uh, And we'll tie you up in court. But uh, yeah, we're just going to do that because you're not uh, green enough. And they'll have these outlandish selective enforcement just like what they're doing with the january 6 hearings and the people around that and uh th- that's where we're going folks and so it's really important to fight this understand it yes it is overwhelming but we need to fight it with everything that we got
0: we'll be back Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back to
1: non America. I'm your host, Joshua Michael. Hopefully you guys are using a chance for this nice weather and Father's Day weekend uh, to get prepared. To get prepared for the coming fall, the coming midterm variant. Uh, the coming collapse that we are already in a free fall for and there's no way to sugarcoat it uh, there's virtually no way to really convince you at this point you don't see what's going on and understand that we are in a quiet war a cold war with the globalist forces uh, and uh, the globalist insurgencies coming through the borders uh, utilizing the open border programs and bringing foreign soldiers in here to do things like blow up our food distribution um, and uh, and just create a absolute disaster uh, for our country and the stability of our country. On top of that, I uh, I, I don't have any evidence around that um, that uh, kind of proves that. Um, you know, there, there's something in the water or there's something in the air, but a lot of people are still sick right now, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm trying to figure it out. I, I got a couple doctors that I'm talking to, and we're trying to flush out some information uh, to see, you know, if, if things like that or something like that is happening. Real quick, uh, July 16th, we're having an Honoring Heroes event. Um, it's going to be July 16th, starting at 11 a.m. at the Honky Tonk. Uh, in the parking lot we have a bunch of military vehicles first responder vehicles fire trucks stuff like that potentially coming also we're going to have a guest speaker uh, christy hutcherson she's going to be on her tour uh, which is going to be really powerful potentially colonel waldron as well uh, is going to be speaking and they're going to be talking about this quiet war this cold war that nobody seems to be talking about and nobody wants to talk about it they're scared um, and it's not time to be scared. It's, it's time to come to the conclusion come to the reality that that's what's happening. Um, and, and they're collaborating with the federal governments, federal agencies, municipalities, uh, things all over corporations, just different things, um, that are happening. So it's, it's really interesting. And they're going to be bringing that to the forefront because we need to push that into the front, um, before the midterms come, because people need to understand, who to vote for, and how to vet people out, and how to determine uh, who's good and who's bad. So why non compliant America? And, and, and what is this uh, broadcast about? It's about a lot of things. Um, but what does it stand for? The big thing is, is that's exactly what we want. We want to expose the truth. And no matter where it leads us, and we all need to have a hard talk and a hard reality and come to the conclusion that we have to pull ourselves out of this. We can't vote ourselves out of a tyranny. I think Robert F. Kennedy said that. And it's a really good point because we can't. And so it takes understanding where we're at to know your parameters around you with who's a friendly and who's your enemy and who's trying to subvert against you. And what I use is a lot of God's discernment to be able to get my directions. On where to go and where to land next. So an example of non-compliance and exposing globalism. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Alex Stein or follow Alex Stein. He's the guy that uh, goes, I'm actually looking to have him on as a guest, but he uh, he goes to all these city council meetings and you'll know he's really re- well known for, uh, for rapping in one about COVID and the vaccine and my ouchie, fauci and stuff. Um, really fun guy, but he's also really informed and, and he's getting really active. This is what noncompliant America stands for to me. And eventually we're gonna have a, a platform for all you listeners and everybody listening uh, to send your videos of examples of noncompliance. We want them, we wanna showcase them, we wanna demonstrate and give you guys the courage to be able to stand up against the tyrannical systems and the rhino Republicans and the crazy Democrats um, that are trying to subvert and destroy your liberties. It's very important to be able to stand up to them. So I'm going to play a short clip. Uh, Alex Stein confronts Ted Cruz, and he has a really good point. He talks about uh, how Ted Cruz is more concerned about the Ukrainian border than the Texas border. And as we know, as we talk to Christy, uh, last week, she was on the Texas border talking about how millions and millions and millions of people have crossed the border since Biden became in office. She an estimated between 10 to 15 million people crossing the border. Think about that. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of fake voters. That's a lot of anything. So here's Alex Stein real quick.
0: If you care about America, why do you do that to your constituents when they're freezing cold? You know, I'm sure you think you're really smart. Oh, I am right? smart. Yeah, because you're a globalist. You do more for Ukraine than you do for America. You know that? Remember how Trump made yeah, fun of your you wife and then you go become God, best God friends God with God Trump? I know, but why do you do that? You go become best friends with Trump after you make fun of you and your wife? Why do you do that? I, I understand you don't want but it's to be a and you don't want No, to see, I do love America. See, you don't. You care more about the border between Ukraine and Russia than you care about the border between Mexico. Why is that? Why do you care about that? I know, why? Are you a globalist you're a globalist yeah. but you know it's right? asking him, why is he a globalist we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. You're, you're a globalist now man. look at you all this constituents and that's people powered in a liar and you know that and i know that and that's why you're afraid to stand up for it. when people were freezing and dying you were in cancun mexico you remember that you remember yeah. when you're at the all inclusive buffet while people were freezing? Oh, oh, yeah. do you yep, here comes a Karen. Was yeah. Come remember that when people were dying? Here comes yeah. a Karen. Yeah. And they
1: politely I mean, escort him out. He's like, Don't I'm touch her don't touch Karen. me, yeah.
0: dude. Alex Stein
1: is awesome.
0: I'm gonna let you talk to him. And I think this is only the beginning.
1: I think this is only the beginning of things like this. Um, and this is the type of example of patriotism and standing up against these people because just because they have an R next to their name does not mean they're looking out for our best interests. Ted Cruz is a really smart guy and he's had some great moments in Congress, but it's all kind of been fanfare. It's kind of lip service to ease the patriot uh, hierarchy and the patriot movement and try to keep everybody at bay to make him think that he's on our side. Another question I want to ask, and this is a big question, and I really encourage my listeners to listen and reach out to me and tell me what you think. I'm going to put a poll on my Spotify podcast. You can, you can vote on there if you're listening to this on Spotify. What do you think about Elon Musk? Elon Musk, this is a real question. Elon Musk, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he playing both sides? Because at the same breath that he's talking about free speech, he's also talking about putting Neuralink... A neuron implant into our brain, which ultimately we know which the way that that goes with technology is eventually they'll be able to control our brain and control our perception and control what we think about. But yeah, think about that. Is Elon Musk a good guy or a bad guy? We'll be back.
0: It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The Occupied Forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. Welcome back.
1: Remember when uh, we thought Eminem was a patriot? And maybe at one point he was. uh, You know, he was... uh, the water boy for uh, the Democrats going after Bush. And uh, pretty much after that song, I guess Bush went after him. Uh, and then after that, he changed. He uh, he fell in line like a good globalist. Now he's pushing all their propaganda nonsense. The fact that he didn't like Trump uh, was is so telling. It's so interesting. You know, I'm kind of indifferent with Trump, right? I, I like Trump. He's done a lot of good things. I think he woke a crap ton of people up and he got people, uh, back into politics. He energized the base. You know, he, he, he did a lot of really good things, but he also did a lot of really bad things and terrible things. Um, but at the same time, I mean, he was fighting the entire system. So of course he's going to become overwhelmed by them. Of course, you know, he's just one man. And, uh, so it's just really interesting. Uh, but Trump was a good, uh, you know, determination for a lot of people. I don't know if, if you guys experience this as as well, but anytime you'd mention Trump with somebody, it was kind of a an, an acid test to see what kind of person that was. Did they get triggered? Did they lose their mind and walk out? Or were like, yeah, you know, I love that. And it's really interesting how Trump has become a symbol for America and what America is, but he is not the end-all be-all. Right, we are America. The people are America. Trump was simply riding a wave of the already going grassroots movements. A lot of people call them the Tea Party, everything else. But Trump was riding that wave, and he really amplified that message, and he put that message in the forefront. He got the media to talk about election fraud. He got the media to talk about, um, you know, censorship and fake news. Remember, they labeled him fake news on TV, and then he took that, and then he called them fake news at his rally the next day. You know, things like that, which have really uh, paved a path for people like our organization here, uh, and a lot of other talking heads and speakers and politicians and political people, Trump has helped carve that path, right? So we definitely want to give kudos to him, and uh, and we love him very much for that. Um, but, you know, we can't put all our eggs in one basket. For example, <clears throat> when I'm talking about non-compliance America and what we are and what we stand for, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to give you guys some examples. And so I want you to send me content and send me information of humans engaging with this system and trying to disrupt and just saying no. So examples of being non-compliant. That's how we are going to restore this Republican restore our country is just saying no, and doing it. So somebody who really put egg on their face, um, put egg on the face for the FDA, uh, Sam Dodson, he's an electrical engineer, he called out the FDA, FDA, FBA, for doing nothing regarding the massive safety signals connected to the experimental code vaccine. So he called in, and he dropped a massive truth bomb on their hearing. Take a listen.
2: Hello, my name is sam dodson i run a podcast called to the lifeboats and i have no relationship with the pharmaceutical cartels i schooled in electrical engineering and two years ago i'd never heard of mrna but let me tell you what i've learned since it starts with the shot you told us to stays at the injection site we know it doesn't you knew it didn't biodistribution studies show that it goes to every major organ primarily the heart liver and spleen where thanks to the highly inflammatory lipid nano complex it transfects the cells that complex contains a pegylated lipid being mass injected into humans for the first time ever, while the animal studies showed heart attacks in pigs after the second injection. You knew the lipid nanocomplex collect collecting the ovaries where they have the potential to cause devastating effects on reproductive health, yet you did nothing. When women started complaining of menstrual problems, you did nothing. Transfected cells in every organ pump out the spike protein that ends up in the nucleus where it interrupts P53 line 1 and BRCA, you didn't know this because you didn't care to ask the question and when shown to you in a study you did nothing every transfected cell expressing spike protein risks autoimmune disease the most acute of which is myocarditis when people started dying of myocarditis you did nothing the spike protein floats freely in the vasculature finding its way into the brain breast milk and the environment as the body sheds this protein in exosomes making those around the vaccinated sick The spike protein directly affects toll-like receptors and CD4 T cells, which are essential to the immune defense against these very viruses. When the vaccinator repeatedly caught COVID and suffered reactivation of herpes, shingles, papillomavirus in unprecedented numbers, you knew this was a massive problem, yet you did nothing. You knew that the mRNA stays around for months in lymph node germinal centers, causing T cell exhaustion because the Stanford group performed the study that you couldn't be bothered to do and then you ignored that massive safety signal. You were warned about Encomers and the effect on P53, yet you did nothing. When you were warned about prion disease and amyloid as a result of the huge amounts of spike protein produced by these therapies, you did worse than nothing. You silenced those people who raised the alarms. You were informed of fraud in the vaccine studies, yet instead of investigating, you colluded with the manufacturers to suppress trial data for 75 years. Knowing all of these concerns, you now want to inject the very young who have zero clinical risk from COVID and for which not one single study has shown any clinical benefit. You have abjectly failed in your sole duty to ensure the safety of any drug given to Americans. The late Francis Oldham Keasley would have been ashamed at how you've turned a once respected agency into a corrupt, corrupted vessel for the very corporations you swore to protect the American public. From. If you have one shred of humanity left, you will recommend an immediate halt to all the shots and pray that God has mercy on your souls. While they can't force people to be vaccinated; they can penalize those who don't. Eventually, what we'll have to have a certificate. All right, of- get that
1: guy off the screen. I can't stand Bill Gates; he drives me crazy. But there you have it, folks. One thing that I think that he miss is missing, <clears throat> and 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 one thing that he doesn't talk about, which I think that is very important to realize is that it's not incompetence, it's intentional. People and organizations like the FDA, they're doing this specifically to lose faith in the medical system, to lose faith in organizations like the FDA, to lose faith in all of this stuff. Because if we all lose faith, what happens? We no longer believe in the system. And then what is that? That is anarchy, right? And with anarchy, then then. Then, only then, these outside groups and outside organizations, outside corporations, on the rubble of the destruction of the controlled collapse that's happening right now within our country, they want to parallel construct and construct a new system called the Great Reset on top of the chaos. They want to create chaos, create uncertainty, create all of this dysfunction And then they want to come in and provide a solution, right? Do you see the game? Do you see the trick? This is the most important thing that you can understand if you get anything from this uh, podcast. Problem, reaction, solution. It's a full circle system. Do you understand? Problem, reaction, solution. Anthony Fauci creates the virus moves it to Wuhan, China, they release the virus, release these horrific videos of people collapsing in the streets in China, create massive hysteria, and they lock things down before it even gets here, before it even spreads, if it even spreads, if it even gets here. There were talks uh, that kind of got snuffed out of about possibly aerosolizing, spraying different populations, and potentially COVID in itself isn't transferable human to human, right? Is that a possibility? We don't know because they won't tell us. It's a mystery bioweapon, right? So, that's something you really got to think about problem, reaction, solution. They created the problem, they created a reaction. They did the lockdowns, they stole your toilet paper, they created all this fear, they locked down your jobs, they made you work from home they overwhelmed you by leaving their kids, your kids out of school, made you homeschool your kids while trying to juggle an at-home work. They made you scared of your neighbor. Invoked so much fear, pumped so much fear into the world. And we all know, we don't need to talk about it. Then from there, they magically had the vaccine. Remember? The vaccine okay, we can all go back to work now. You can take your masks off. If you're vaccinated, you can not wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask because you're protected from COVID. So problem, reaction, solution. And now we're in an evolution of that. So not only do they now have COVID in their tool belt that they can pull out anytime, anytime there's hysteria or things aren't going the way that they want. Oh, mm, cases rising. Cases are rising. It's time to time to get some more cases. Cases out there, okay, yeah, because we got to do this. We got to shut down this food supply plant. We got to shut down this organization. We got to shut down this portion of the state uh, that aren't being compliant. So we're going to do that. But now they are openly shutting down food supplies and increasing the cost for energy at a rapid level never before seen. Two years ago, gas was $2. Now we're over six. I saw six twenty-nine yesterday. Ten dollars plus in California. How does that even happen? Well, first thing Biden did when he got in office was shut down the power or the pipelines. Of course, why would you, why wouldn't you? Because he vowed to shut down the oil industry and go green industry, which is non-sustainable and it's destruction and it's total destruction of our energy independence and uh, progress that has happened in this country. We'll be right back. segment, Non-Compliant America. Real quick, want to talk about uh, a new show coming out called Truth Hurts. It's premiering tomorrow night, Sunday, on the 19th, uh, with American Matthew. Uh, it's going to be very, very, very informative, long format discussions of the things that we talk about. So what's going on with this thing in Miami? With a gun back buyback program, the Miami police department has announced a gun buyback event. Uh, this weekend is happening today in order to take guns off the streets and help fighters in Ukraine. Here's an interesting question is why isn't the ATF involved in this? Why isn't the ATF stopping literally an open weapons transfer from the Miami Police Department to who? Who are they sending this crap to in Ukraine? And why does new Ukraine need more weapons, right? Why don't we send weapons to Texas, to the Texas border and the Arizona border? Why don't we get citizens down there and arm them to protect the border that's flooding with people that nobody's talking about? Flooding hundreds of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. But no, we're, we're more worried about Ukraine. Let's just let Ukraine deal with Ukraine, right? So it's happening now. Guns for Ukraine. Gun buyback is happening now until 2 p.m. The plan is to give a gift card ranging from $50 to $150. What's your life worth? A donut? Uh, a, le- a liter of beer? Right? Remember when they were giving you a donut for getting the COVID vax? Well, apparently, that's what your life was worth, right? Because you don't care about it. Now, your life is worth $50 to $150. So save your weapon that uh, as a financial and societal collapse happens where you might need a weapon to protect yourself. Uh, let's get it away for $50 to $150 in a hyperinflated state where really the buying power is probably, if you get 150 is closer to more $50 with the price of inflation of everything going on. So, firearms, $50 gift card, shotgun, or rifle is $100. dollars Two two three caliber AR-15, scary, AK-47, or other high-powered rifles are $150. Ooh. Now, keep in mind, it's probably worth closer to 600 to 2000 if you could sell it to somebody. But they don't want you selling it to anybody else. They want you to be a good Samaritan. My guess is that this is mostly staged. Most people now understand the gun debate and understand that it's better to have one and not need it than not have one and need it. And I think people understand that now more than ever. So just because you're seeing all this fanfare, which means, once again, problem reaction solution, the government and the subsidiaries of the government and these nonprofit organizations are creating the illusion that everybody's on board because most people are sheep. They're like, oh, well, this is what everybody's doing now. I guess this is what we're doing. This is time to wear a mask. I guess we're just going to wear a mask, right? Everybody's getting the vaccine, so we might as well just get the vaccine. What's the big deal? It's not a big deal. Just do it. Everybody else is doing it, right? If everybody jumped off a the clip, they'd do it. But what the, the reality is, and, and this is the trick, This is this is the trick, is that people aren't Actually, doing it at first. They're paying people to appear to be doing it that look like normal regular citizens, but they're actually, where did they come from? Remember the empty hospitals? Hospitals were empty, but you'd go on the news and they'd be full. Two hours later, they'd be empty. And there were some grassroots journalists going to these hospitals, exposing that Exposing you how the hospitals were actually empty. There was no pandemic. There was no chaos. There was no nothing. There was nothing. But you go on the news and there's 500 people there. And it was just off the charts, off the charts. But then the news agencies also got busted of people working in the hospital, dressing up as citizens and pretending to go in and go through the process to show it on the news. Meanwhile, the news is like, the hospitals are full. This is crazy. So don't think that they aren't doing that with this. Right now, granted, it's Miami. Miami is like the exact opposite of, you know, Oregon. So Oregon's mostly red. There's a couple blue dots. Florida's, uh, for Florida's mostly red with a couple blue dots, right? Um, and so yes, you might be seeing people, but you know, it it is happening. But it's like a self-fulfilled prophecy. They're creating their own thing. It's kind of like if you were to go. And I don't know. Let me give you an example. We're doing a concert. If we were to do a concert and say the venue held 5,000 people and I paid 4,000 people to show up and go to the concert and pretend to be spectators. Now, this is what Twitter does also uh, when you're paying for advertisement. Facebook does it when you're paying for advertisement too. And and let's see if you can get the correlation. So I paid 4,000 people. There could probably be about an extra 1,000 people that would want to come. That they would be like, wow, this is crazy. Everybody's going. This is crazy. Everybody's going. And then people are like, woo, big successful event. Then I can pro- now I can put on my headlines, sold out event here, right? It's like Twitter. Hey, if you're going to sell advertisement, and this is what Elon Musk is uh, exposing, which is, is good. You know? And it brings back to my question, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I don't know. I can't tell you. But how interesting is it that he's exposing that most of the accounts on there are bots? And what is a bot? That's a machine, an AI, a hired individual. I know that there's uh, basically farms in all over the world of third world countries that people sit on a computer and they'll run 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 accounts. And all day, they'll just go do whatever they need to do. So they got a list of things that they need to do. They go on it, boom, they click it, and they fulfill the advertising buck. So if you get if you're being charged per click, Right. And you're paying per click. That's how they get around it. They send these, you know, $2 an hour employees to run 15 accounts and hit your thing 15, 20 times. Boom, Twitter makes money, Facebook makes money, and everything else. Okay. So the gun back city commissioner, uh, back to the gun buyback here. I I, I think this is ridiculous. I don't think it's going to work. We all know what happened to Australia, we know what all happened um, to Austria. Um and Poland, and other countries that gave up their guns, they all regret it now, I bet. And that's why they're making it such a point, because they're making it a push, because we are in a battle. We're in a battle for this republic. And it's happening on all fronts. And the media is not going to talk to you about it. So we need to talk about it. Trump seems to be talking about it. He says, Trump warns of World War Three. The lavish military aid uh, in Kiev, Washington could result in the conflict in the Ukraine turning into a world war, says the formal U.S. President Donald Trump, as he's warned, which he is still the president. He said, we just gave $40 billion on top of another $16 billion. So we're in for $56 billion uh, regarding the aid package that Biden administration has already approved for in Ukraine amid conflict with Russia. Why don't we send that money to the border? Why don't we send that money to preserve and protect ICE and recruit ICE and recruit and protect our border? But once again, this is the double-sided, double-inch sword, uh, both sides of a bird, the right and the left wing fulfilling each other. Uh, Trump, once again, blamed the conflict on President Joe Biden. It's not Joe Biden. It's the globalist groups behind Joe Biden that are orchestrating and collaborating this. Do you think Biden is capable of answering or understanding any situation for that matter? He's slowly dwindling down and has become the perfect scapegoat for the New World Order and the great globalist groups. That's how they operate. So stay alive, stay vigilant, and get prepared. We'll see you next week.